Hey, it's Andrew Morgan, host of the NOMCAST, the Netflix original movie podcast. Each week we preview and review the biggest Netflix original movies with special guests from the film industry, the music industry, comedians, and of course our fellow critics and podcasters. The NOMCAST is available on nomcastpod.com or wherever you get your podcasts, on the socials at nomcastpod, and is a part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Elise. Host of Crackin' One Open with Mike and Elise. A podcast about brews, news, and pop culture reviews. Every Friday, we choose a new craft beer from a different brewery and talk about... The history of the beer. What's in it. How it was made. The history of the brewery. Along with tasting notes and more fun facts. After that, come chill with us as we bring you the latest in pop culture news and reviews. So check out Crackin' One Open, part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Welcome to another episode of Two Player Rose. I'm Mike. With me, as always, is Dave. Dave, what's going on? Oh, he's putting me on the spot here, man. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> How's uh, Super Animal Royale going? I played quite a bit over the weekend. It's uh, still a good time. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Is your opinion changing at all? Like, lesser or more? Or I mean, last again, last time we talked about this game, I had You'd not only played, played for a little game. bit, yeah. I, I was not qualified to give an opinion on it. Uh... It's 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 a lot of fun. I like the 2D, you know, over the head, isometric, whatever the hell that camera angle is called. <laughs> yep. I like what they do with like the line of sight and everything. I just like all of it. It's a good time. It's a, it's good fun. I like how quick the matches are. I think that's my favorite part of the game. Yeah, it, you can get in, get in and get out of a match in like seven minutes. You know, full length. It's great. Yeah, I and the loading time obviously because it's not a graphically you know crazy game it's just boom boom you're loaded you're good yeah the uh the lobby times are a little bit annoying sometimes just like waiting for you know the 66 people to join right but because like you'll see it's at 66 out of 66 and it'll still be you know a full minute on the countdown before the match is gonna start and it's like come on <laughs> now in the lobby i've talked to dr dogma mm -hmm. which points to hints for like a secret lab are there any other Hints in the main lobby while you're waiting that lead you to like extra stuff in the game world. I mean, there's definitely like secret things you could do in the game world to unlock different like costumes and uh, accessories. Right. I don't know if they were there in the pregame lobby or not, but there are probably like seven or eight little things you can do to unlock like, you know. Extra items like that. Yeah. Like I went to an Egyptian pyramid and I. uh Got some mummy guy and I got his little scepter. Mm. I just didn't know if there was anything else in the lobby where they, like, they hint at where things might be. If they are, as far as I played, Dr. Dogma was the only thing. I mean, I, I load in and then I press the button to dance and I don't move. Like, I, <laughs> I know there's a lot of stuff to see and explore. And like, there's a shooting range and like a, a whole museum where you can go and look at the paintings, like an art gallery. Oh, is there? Yeah. There's a lot of interesting stuff in there. I just, I don't particularly care. It's not really for me. I think that's cool though to give you something to do other than you know yeah. your Fortnite dances and stuff like in other battle royals. Yeah, I guess so. And I, I like that the starting area is actually on the map as well. So you can visit the area, you know, in a match as well. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's 
it's just one of the one of the locations. I really enjoy what they do with the like the serums and stuff, finding the super serums, which lead to finding the the animal DNA to be able to make different kinds of animals. I think that's kind of clever. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's it's a li- it's a little long to it's mm-hmm. it's a little drawn out. Like I wish I was getting animals quicker. Yeah, you know, like I'm level twenty six. I think I've played quite I've played quite a bit, and I'm on like the fourth set of animals or third set of animals, I guess. But like other unless I use like the magnets to like, you know, get it to give me that one specific DNA. Mm-hmm. I think I've I don't think I've unlocked a single animal yet because it's like, you know, it's just you get three of this one. The next game, you get six of this other one, like and you need, you know, hundreds to get an actual to animal. get the actual animal. So I might have like the starter skin for a few of them, but I haven't been able to get like any of the, you know, later versions of it. Yeah. Because, you know, like you can get the dog, but then there's like, you know, 10 breeds of dog inside Super Dog. Right. Which is kind of cool that they do like individual breeds. I got Super Dog pretty quick, but I don't know if maybe everybody just gets Super Dog pretty quick. I'm not sure. I I wasn't really paying attention when I first started. So I I know I got like one character right away at the beginning. They might have given they might have given you like a free because you had Super Dog before you even played the first match, didn't you? In one match, I got. No, no, no. I didn't have Super Dog right off the bat, but in one match, I got everything I needed to make Super Dog. So it must be a give me to get like I, everything you, I needed. You probably get like a super serum that lets you unlock any character you want or something to, to start out of the starter characters. Maybe. Because I didn't have that, I know. Um, But I, I mean, I didn't have that for Super Dog, but I did unlock a character right at the beginning. I don't know who it was, though. So gotcha. Know. Yeah, mine was definitely full up on Super Dog DNA, and I was like, oh, I can unlock the dog. But yeah, after that, it was a slog to get DNA for anybody else. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like I said, I'm, I'm in the mid 20s now level wise and I'm like tier like 15 on the battle pass. Um, but it's just kind of slowed down quite a bit. One thing I wish that they I hope that they'll improve on in the future. Obviously, it's a I guess it's been out on Steam for a while, but, you know, it's a, right. it's a newer game. But I, I hope they do more like Fortnite of like the Fortnite style where every week you have you know a nice long list of challenges to do right yeah just to like kind of keep you occupied because the game is so simple that like i do like it when i have a quest like hey just go eat 30 mushrooms or whatever so <laughs> i go and i eat my 30 mushrooms during the matches or destroy these nine scarecrows or whatever um but you only get two of those a day and then two other ones a week the and the two weeklies are like longer um I just wish I had more to do because like I completed all those in a couple hours and mm-hmm. then you, were don't, just you don't really animals. have another reason like other than to win. You don't really have any reason to like fully explore the map or do anything specific or try anything different out, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. Now you've you've won at least one match before, right? Yeah, I've probably won seven or eight matches now. Do you get anything for being the complete victor other than a lot more coins and stuff like that? Uh, kind of like the Fortnite umbrella? I don't think I got a new umbrella for it because their umbrella is one of your accessories, but I don't think I got a new umbrella for that. Um, You get a crown the first time you win. And I think after you win 10, there's another accessory you get. You might get like a scepter or something. Okay. Um, So I I guess, yeah, I got there's victory specific stuff. Well, I got the crap. There's definitely like cosmetic specific to like, getting victories with certain conditions. Like if you win a game and don't get art without ever picking up armor, 
you can unlock a little karate outfit. Mm-hmm. Or if you win a game without killing anyone, I don't know how you'd even do that. Hmm. You get something. I forget what it is. Or if you win a game without with getting only melee kills, I think there's an I forget what it is again, but there's there's different cosmetics you can get. I want the karate suit. That's why I know that one specifically. Because <laughs> I keep trying to play the I keep trying to win without <laughs> getting armor. But it's really hard because like you need that, the armor. that armor, you get the you get the top tier armor, and that's three extra hits you could take. So it's it's kind of a big deal. Um, especially in the end game where everyone kind of like you start to play the last five people of the game usually seem like they know what they're doing. It's real easy to get top five getting past those four <laughs> are, is the more difficult part of the game. Gotcha. Yeah. Anything for winning with the hamster ball, because that's my weapon of choice. Um, <laughs> you, that is one of the milestone challenge, not for winning with the hamster ball, but getting like certain number of that's kills right, yeah. with the hamster ball. But again, I don't, I don't remember what the specific cosmetics are, but I'm a donkey right now. I've got a little, <laughs> a little military beret, um, I bought like a geologist outfit that was, that was in the shop. So I look, I look like a little military donkey or a little military monkey, depending on who I want to play as <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> That's cool. The game is really, really fun. Uh, it's a really quick time. It's a really quick time. <laughs> it's a really fun, quick time. <laughs> uh, going out off of battle royales, I guess, have you played any of Fortnite season seven yet? Oh no. Is, is it out? It's out now. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. There's UFOs all like, they had hinted at it's a big time alien invasion. There's new outposts that are researching the aliens all over the island. There are UFOs all over the place that you can hijack and kind of shoot at other players or crash and burn. Or the UFOs, if they're still controlled by the AI aliens, they'll abduct you, zoom you across like a good mile or so from where you were, and then drop you off and throw you. You don't take any fall damage, but it's kind of annoying when you're in the middle of a battle. Kind of forces you to keep, stay on the move though, because if you're moving, they can't really get you. But if you stand still, they'll start to abduct you. Weird. So if you're like crouching and getting a shot off as a sniper, yeah, you, know, you got to make sure there's no real UFOs around you because they'll probably grab you and move you. Uh, there's also a whole bunch of new mission types, new mission things you can go on. Obviously, new quests. Uh, there's aliens all over the map as well, kind of like the IO guards. Uh, there's the way they do the new battle pass is pretty interesting. I don't know if you read about that. Nope. So instead of just a straight line, like a linear battle pass, you're unlocking either alien artifacts or battle uh, stars. And by unlocking battle stars, you can just basically unlock what you want when you want, but within certain sections. Mm -hmm. So let's say the first section is levels zero through 10, but you have 10 things you can unlock with all your battle stars after you pass level 10 or you've unlocked enough stuff within your tier like you bought enough battle stars with real money you get to the next tier so the next tier is level 10 or higher or 35 battle stars or higher or have bought stuff with 35 battle stars or higher and as you go you can unlock when you kind of want stuff so you still are kind of linear forced to be a little linear but you can kind of pick and choose within the sections you're stuck in what you want to unlock of certain characters i think i get what you're saying but it doesn't really I don't I'd have to see it. Yeah, I I don't know if I like it better because you're also still pigeonholed within like a character. You know, most pages were So the final character on the battle pass is Rick from Rick and Morty, which I think is awesome. And he's cell shaded. And you can either you can unlock Rick with, you know, 10 battle stars or you can unlock his pickaxe, which is Hammer Morty from one of the episodes, which is also cool. That's five stars. You know, his picture, his painting, his glider, his loading screen or his dance. 
So that's within that one box is that all of Rick's stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you go, you have all of the other characters. I don't think there are any themed characters within that list, uh, but their characters stuff and loading screen and all that. You said exactly what you said the first time. You didn't make it any simpler for well, me. <laughs> basically, within each block is just stuff related to, I guess, the character that's. Yeah, I, within, I assumed yeah. that was the case. That's how the battle pass has always been laid out, like from levels one through 15 you're unlocking this person's set. And then after that, you go into the next person's set. Yeah. And it, it's always been laid out like that, where like, it, I guess not always, but the past several seasons have been like that. The earlier seasons were a little more all over jumbled. the place. Um, but now it's like, I remember like definitely with the Marvel season, it was you unlock the skin, then you unlock the, the pickaxe or the glider or whatever. Like it was, it was always batched together. Right. So like these seven levels were dedicated to Mystique and then the next seven were dedicated to Tony Stark or whatever it was. Yeah. I I mean, I've always noticed that, but it's never been as maybe blatantly apparent. I bet you, but, if, I bet you if you took out all like the, this level, you just get V bucks or this level, you get a sticker emote or whatever. Right, it would be I bet you great. if you took all that out, you'd be like, oh wow, it is exactly yeah, like no, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it is like five accessories over 10 12 to 15 tiers with like random little things mixed in but it is like you know grouped together like that yeah so now you use your v bucks if you want to buy battle stars that'll help you unlock stuff uh you can still use v bucks right now there's a huge dc comic sale going on mm-hmm. they brought back a lot of the old stuff like there's two different kind of catwoman bundles there's a bundle with all the old batman that used to be in the um all the old batman skins minus the newest one um aren't there only two yeah there are two <laughs> like there's the new one and then the old one there's dark knight and then there's like a regular comic book batman oh that's not the same skin that wasn't a variant on it you're right it's not so okay. they're kind of bundled uh the joker is obviously still available deathstroke's available he's actually pretty cool beast boy's back to being available so there's there's a lot of and i'm probably missing some there's a lot of dc comics guys superman's going to be a character soon but they haven't revealed they haven't released him yet but you can kind of see what he's got you get there's a clark kent variant a superman who can turn into Superman. There's a black suit version. Uh, his, he's got a kryptonite or a uh, fortress of solitude pickaxe and stuff like that. The uh, other cool thing that I really like is by getting alien artifacts, which I think you can only get in game. You start to unlock cosmetic stuff for aliens that you can start to buy. So you have like an upper face, a lower face, a body type, eyeball uh, colors and skin colors. I think outfits. So it's like a build your own character. It's it's a pretty big build your own character kind of a thing, which okay. is pretty neat. And the alien artifacts look like they, you could probably get them from killing aliens, but they're also like they're scattered throughout the world. You maybe can get them from crashing a UFO, but I've not experienced that yet. The only closest I've been to being near a crashed UFO is when somebody uh, beat me in a victory royale by crashing UFO into me, which kind of made me upset. <laughs> all this, all the new additions and stuff are really, really cool. They took away the big spire. That was in the middle of the map from last season. Don't remember it. So the the character who's supposedly the rock created a huge spire with a globe. Oh, on the yeah, I do. yeah, that sounds familiar. So I guess there's a huge UFO that covers the map right now and it shoots the beam, destroyed the spire. And that character that created the spire is now like somewhere under the lake that it created. But you can't see them. I'm sure they'll obviously reappear. Um, so there's just this huge lake with all this alien plant and foliage that's growing now where that crater was. But it's, it's a pretty cool season. Obviously, there's all this new stuff to do, which is cool. New characters, new quests. I'm enjoying it. There's a lot of new alien weapons, too. Railguns, uh, laser blasters, all that kind of good stuff. So 
I've been having fun with it. I like that Fortnite really knows how to not reinvent itself, but add and take away new things to keep it fresh every season. Yeah, they've always done a good job with that. Next up is the trailer for Battlefield 2042 just came out uh, today. I guess the gameplay reveal trailer is going to be June 18th, which I guess is going to be during EA's play. What did you think of the trailer, Dave? He said, you said, Dave, you have to watch this trailer. And I said, why do I have to watch this trailer? It's going to be a plane and the tank and the this and the that. But I watched it and it was a plane. It was a train. It was a whatever it was. It was that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's, I don't really care. Like, I like I like that it's called Battlefield 2042 just because I love 1942 so much. I like the homage to that. But. Clever. Well, there's also 2142, right? Right, that's I one never of the mechs and stuff like one. that. Me neither. It was like a future one. I'm excited to see more, I guess. I don't know why I'm lying to you. <laughs> I don't know. It made me want, like you said, it, it did make me want to see what the gameplay was like, because this is supposed to be in-game engine footage, which obviously is enhanced or whatever, because no way the game's going to look that good. But some of the stuff they showed was kind of cool. Why wouldn't it look that good? Uh, if it does, that's a very impressive looking game because it also is supposed to be for Xbox I mean, uh, showed, One and PlayStation it 4. It just showed like a quick little, there were only like three or four snippets of gameplay and it looked like a game. What well, it mean? said the whole trailer was made with the in-game engine footage. In-game engine doesn't mean shit. Exactly. Um, but there was <laughs> what looked like gameplay footage. What looked or, like, yeah. You know, Close to it. First person perspective footage. And it looked like a game. It didn't look crazy. I don't know. We'll see. I, I do, I mean, the idea of 128 player battles, which has been a confirmed now, does sound really interesting. I guess you're still limited to 64 uh, if you get the PlayStation 4 or Xbox One versions. But 128 people on a battlefield map sounds like a lot of fun. Sounds like too many. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on how big the worlds are. Like, there were some maps in Battlefield 4, like some of the skyscraper levels and stuff, that were really, really fun. You know, being able to go like a little section of a city and and fight it out and stuff like that. In which one? Battlefield 4? 4, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember in 4, that's the last one that I played, like, any... That's the one we played together a lot. Yeah. Right? I remember even in that one, like, the... The map would still feel kind of empty sometimes, even with 64 people. So maybe maybe 128 will be good for it. Yeah, it just always seems like there's certain areas where everyone's going to go to, no matter what, all the time in a Battlefield game. Mm -hmm. So by having 128, you might spread that out. And with the new... Uh, weather system because the whole thing game is about kind of climate change to give you like a gameplay effect that might force people you know to move to different sections of the map at different times which i think would be a clever idea as well yeah what was up with the people fighting are, are they like is it just the u.s military fighting the u.s military i don't like, it does seem like that right they seem like exactly the it, same it it just seemed so chaotic and everyone looked the same and i don't know it was just it was odd to me um like they were definitely trying to like lean into like the chaotic factor of everything like with how you know intense the action was but yeah I, I with like people running and people being scared of the other people and stuff i was very confused by all that like as far as like what they were trying to set tonally and then the giant tornado came and i was like oh what the fuck? <laughs> yeah the, i don't the trailer the fact that like it, they went from serious kind of dramatic to then having the the 80s rock music playing in the background and then going back to serious mm -hmm. that was really weird to me yeah uh, as a trailer tonally it just doesn't make a lot of sense it does totally it does not make sense that is like it is just kind of like iconic battlefield stuff though like doing dumb things like that like launching out of a plane and rocking someone <laughs> and then landing back in your plane like 
we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was that was definitely one of the craziest moments. The tank that crashes through the ice in one of the ice parts of the trailer. I thought that looked cool. Um, some of the building stuff kind of coming down, like if there's structural environments are like that, that's neat. There's stuff that kind of it doesn't get me excited for the game, but it does make me want to see the game. But again, a lot of this stuff is kind of in Warzone already and stuff like that. So it's kind of old hat and there's already been like 90 battlefields. So it's still going to take a little while to make me excited for the game. I guess so. Is there is there a battle royale? They said there will be no campaign or battle royale in this game. Oh, I guess that I guess the campaign thing makes sense. You, they don't usually do like a real campaign, right? It's just kind of like the multiplayer levels cut together or is there like or have there been more uh campaign focus as of late it depends on the game i guess battlefield one had a campaign battlefield one had a campaign because it was based on moments in world war one battlefield five had basically multiplayer maps that were like trying to tell a story but it was really incoherent um battlefield four didn't i don't think battlefield four had one or it was multiplayer maps but most people play battlefield just for the multiplayer huge battle arenas anyway so mm-hmm. i think that's fine especially 128 players do you need a battle royale i don't i don't know i don't know i mean no. probably <laughs> i mean <laughs> with they, how things are nowadays they don't have me either way but they probably need a battle royale but who knows <laughs> maybe they'll maybe it's if it's just team deathmatch then they have a problem like they need something different for sure you know, Battlefield's always had that kind of capture the flag type area capture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The the command points and everything. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just mean like. If they want people to play for, you know, a long, a long period time. of time, if they're going to do battle passes and that kind of crap, like. I can't see them doing it without some kind of season thing. That's just you need that now. Yeah, I don't know. The one thing I would really like to see that would get me not super excited about the game, but I think a step in the right direction is to change how you get in the vehicles, like the planes and the tanks and stuff. I really don't like how the last uh, Battlefield 5 and then both of the Battlefront games were like you had to spawn in your vehicle, not like the vehicle spawned and you can just run in and get into like a jet on a runway and stuff like that. Oh, they're not just like on the map? No, you have to make sure you spawn in a plane that was already there. You can't just wait and go into a plane that spawns on the map and stuff like that, which I always was not a fan of. Oh, uh, wait. So what do you mean you have to wait to spawn into it? So if you, let's say you're like a soldier, you, like a you die and you want to, or no, let's say you're a, a soldier, you die. You want to be a pilot. You got to wait until there, somebody else who is a pilot dies. And then another plane becomes available to you on the loading screen as a character. A plane doesn't just appear on the runway when one explodes and stuff that you get into, uh, or you can't land. I mean, and then somebody takes it and stuff. I mean, honestly, that's what most people were doing anyway. They would die and then they would sit there at the spawn screen waiting to see a plane go, a yeah. Plane. So I don't, I guess, I guess it'd be cool if they were back on the map, but ultimately, like, it would just lead to your disappointment if you spawn on the map, and hoping to get into a plane, and the plane spawns with someone already in it. Because that's, again, that's what everyone who wants to fly is doing, you know, already. Yeah, I just think it's classic Battlefield to have them there, yeah. there and available. Like, you can land them and get out, and somebody else can take them and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, like, I remember, you know, just seeing the, like, getting into a big firefight or whatever and then seeing the airfield like you know in the distance like, oh i can go get a plane like yeah you know for me it always comes back to battlefield 1942 and uh wake island that's where that's where all my favorite battlefield <laughs> memories are wake so. island uh i remember a lot of fun in battlefield 4 there was a map where there were two factories 
And it was kind of like a desert. Yeah, probably. There's a lot of <laughs> helicoptering, a lot of us killing each other and ourselves in helicopters. But Battlefield is best when it gets really chaotic. And hopefully this has those fun, chaotic moments. Well, with double the players, I I hope so. Yeah. Plus they have EA play anyway, so I get a discount. So if the game looks good, I'll get it. But I'm interested to see what the gameplay actually looks like. But the trailer didn't make me go, oh, I need to get it. But it did make me intrigued. And then last but not least, there's Biomutant. Which I know you've only played a little bit of. I've played four or five hours now of the game. Okay. Um, what you thinking? I really like, which I knew I would because I liked it when I saw it before. I really like the style, the look, the colors of the game. But I don't. The combat is not as fun and frantic as it had seemed in the trailers and stuff like that when you actually play it. Yeah, it's very like one. Like, I know there's combos and stuff, but from what I've seen, it's very much just like slap X a bit. You know, slap X twice and then press Y and there'll be a big button on the side of the screen going, if you press Y, there's that combo. <laughs> and then if you do that twice, you get like a superpower that it just seems really easy, really outdated. And it's fairly slow. Like it looks fast and frantic, but it's you're not doing much to make your guy do what he does. It's not like. On like Anamusha or those kind of games where it's like fast, not Anamusha. What's the game I'm thinking of? Anamusha is like oh, Devil Devil May yeah. Devil May Cry and stuff like that. It's not it's not like those kind of games, uh, which the trailers kind of made it out to be. Because if you don't see the hood and you don't see like a guy on the controller, it looks like oh, he's really pressing that button a bunch of times and doing crazy combos when really it's just me going X, X, Y, L B. It's just and there's it's really forgiving in terms of like pressing LB to parry or block and stuff like that. The guns are all auto aim and it just doesn't. I don't know. I mean, by by an hour into the game, like how, how far you are, that's pretty much the combat minus some I mean, like special powers and stuff like that, which are kind of fun. I might not even be a full hour in. like I just got to the point where I had to choose a faction, I guess. Oh, yep. Yep. So how far in is that? Um. You're probably about an hour into the game, I think, because you you did all of Bunker um, One Twelve, I think it's called. You tell me that's what it's called. I guess they they <laughs> they that's what they say. I mean, when you say did it all, were there like side missions stuff and stuff I could have done? Because I was just within that bunker. No, 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 no. I don't think so. There's the one flashback when you meet the old possum guy. Old possum guy. Or the old beaver. He's like an old Chinese guy in a wheelchair. I met a guy in a wheelchair. Yeah. yeah. And then there's. Yeah, you escape from the bunker and then you're given the two paths and that's that's it. Yeah, that's where I got. Yeah, I got to the dark guy and I apparently I sided with them and I didn't even know I was siding with them. And I was like, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> <Turn it laughs> off. Um, yeah, I mean, the style is cool. I like the little animal guys making your own animals. Pretty fun. It's it's kind of unique in the way you make them. Yeah, it was fun. Like to choose like, oh, if you want to be agile, you'll have longer legs or whatever. Like just the whole like your abilities affecting your appearance yeah was interesting but you you don't change how you look as you level up right like that's you're locked into what you look like you're locked into what you physically look like but you can get clothes and armor as well and like change those and stuff like that but i mean so really like your base your appearance is completely based off your starting skills and if you really wanted to look a certain way you should probably just look a certain way and then upgrade it's, one. It's probably more thing. important to look the way you want than to actually get the starter build you want. 
Right. Is what I'm saying, you know, because if you could just upgrade anyway. Yeah. Although I, I can't speak to that for sure because I haven't, I'm only four or five hours in the game. So I've only leveled up a few times. Who knows if you get to level like 40 or 50 or however long you can level up if that changes. But I, so far, my levels have you not mean, changed how I look. I doubt it does. Yeah, uh, probably not. Mm. Um, the clothes are really cool, though. I like some of the clothing options you can get, like samurai clothes or, you know, little jackets or little beanie hats that were from the before time. That's cool. I have a little army helmet, I think. Sweet. I had a motorcycle helmet for a while, but I couldn't get, see my guy's face. So I was like, I want I want to see my little raccoon. Yeah, like my my character kept like unequipping my guns and stuff. I, I don't really know what I was doing. It was. Hmm. It was an awkward experience. <laughs> it, it looks cool, like, and it it felt okay to play. I might go back to it at some point. I'll probably go back and play like at least through the story mode. I don't know if I'll unlock all the side quests and stuff like that. The story of the game isn't bad, but the narrator is really really annoying. Which I guess is a lot of people don't really like the narrator in this game. Yeah, I remember reading that in the reviews, and I was like, oh, he's probably not that bad. But like, no, he's just. He's atrocious. Yeah, it's I don't I just jarring. Yeah, I just don't get it. That's what it is. It's jarring. Like it, it's just weird. Cause like the characters mumbling, just put subtitles on, or I don't. I just don't get it. Like I don't get the choice of a guy mumbles and then a narrator talks over him and tells you vaguely what he's saying. Yeah, it's just strange. He didn't think it was right. Yeah, it's yeah, it, it's awful. And I think it's it seems like an afterthought too. It seems like they had a dialogue script and stuff, and then they went, eh, I don't think anybody likes this. They probably don't like the mumbling. Let's go with the narrator after the fact. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And it just it's this weird storybook telling that doesn't need to be. Like, why even have the characters mumbling and talking? Yeah, I don't it's it's really, really bad. And I think it's especially yeah. bad because like there's like these weird pauses during the dialogue. Yeah. Like the, where you have to like tap X or whatever to continue it or whatever. But it's just it's it's just really off putting. Sometimes if you like because I, I got to the point where I just skip the narrator talking. I'm like, I read it. OK, press mm-hmm. A to skip. But sometimes if you press A to skip, you don't just skip one line. You skip an entire sequence. Well, the, in the options, there is a way. I don't I guess it wasn't there originally, but they patched in and after you could turn the narrator off or turn the mumbling off or turn both off or whatever i don't know i just didn't know which to do because i hated it all <laughs> so. i'll probably turn the narrator off and just read what the narrator would say but that still doesn't stop me from reading in the narrator's voice now that i've already heard him <laughs> i just rather understand what the animals are saying because it just also detaches you from all of your characters yeah but no the, the world is cool and vibrant the map is neat it's a little linear. The combat could be better. It just is a little dated. Uh, graphically, it's also not the best, but the colors and the style and stuff really make it pop and make it different. Yeah, no, visually, it's it's appealing. Like the graphics are pretty good. Like it, it, even though the combat's kind of boring, it feels very smooth. Like the animations and everything are really top notch as far as like the fluidity of the character in the visuals. Um, yeah, just. It's just not the greatest thing yet. <laughs> Again, I'm very, very early, though. I'm not one to be a judge in this game at this time. I think this would be a great $35 game. I, I just... $35? Well, I feel I've like... Never 30, heard, I've never heard anyone be like, I should pay $35 like for this game. I just feel like half price kind of a thing is, is right. Oh, because 
it would you would have said a thirty dollars game, but games are seventy now. Is yeah, that, all the oh, they're all seven dollars. So you paid now. seventy for this? Well, no, this one was sixty. Oh, thank God! I mean, uh, even <laughs> anything that's like a new gen kind of game is going to be seven is seventy. That's not the knock that this game was made for the original Xbox, the Xbox One and PlayStation Four. Well, it was, but it, I mean, it was, but it also feels like you're not getting as complete a package as you do with sixty dollars games. I think a thirty five dollars price range. 30 to 35 people would really latch on to this game because for that price it is really good and there's a lot to do and the style is there but i don't think it competes with you know i feel like i should have spent my because i used uh, the remainder of my christmas gift cards on this game i feel like i should have used them on mass effect legendary edition that would have been better yeah (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i mean i wasn't willing to spend anything on the game and after playing it I think zero is probably the right dollar amount to spend <laughs> on this game. Uh, it'd be cool if it was on Game Pass, but it's yeah. Anything it would be cool a, if anything's on Game I, Pass. I don't want to sound too negative, and I'm I shouldn't have put a zero dollar price tag on it because I'm probably gonna go back and play a little more if I have time. <laughs> um, it's more disappointing than anything because it is a game that I was really excited about for a long time. Right, it, it's been a lot of hype and been in the making for what like five years now. I, I feel like it I, I feel like 2017 2016 sounds right been a long time um yeah that's all I really have to say about it pick it up when it's cheap the style is there but gameplay wise and story wise is lacking too bad oh well uh I mean that's all I really have for this episode, I know that E3's next starts next week. We'll probably have a lot more. I know Summer Game Fest is actually tomorrow, which I guess is a lot of the indie games. They have, they just have a press conference tomorrow or something? Or, or There's a whole bunch of like mini press conferences. Basically, just people putting out trailers and press releases about games. I know That's the cool. uh, Evil Dead game has a trailer coming out tomorrow, an actual gameplay trailer. I'm a little... I'm excited about that, although I don't think it's going to end up being a good game, but... Is that like a multiplayer game? I forget. It does seem like it's like a multiplayer beat 'em up kind of game. Well, beat 'em up? I don't okay. know about a beat like a shoot 'em up. Oh no, I was thinking is it like uh the hunted kind of game? No, no, not like that. Although that would also be cool. But we'll see tomorrow on their gameplay reveal trailer. And then obviously all the rest start next week with E three and all that and stuff. So we'll probably have a lot to talk about next week. Ratchet and Clank, I know, is coming out soon as well. Yeah, I think I'm that Friday. And the Final Fantasy uh DLC. Uh, and that's all I got. Oh, nice. You get anything else? No. I didn't think so. I get to go to bed. This is fantastic. Old man. I'm Mike. That's Dave. Stay safe. Keep on gaming.